Okay, here we go. Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest is Mark Mulgram, Senior VP of Global Sales and Marketing at Setplex. Mark, thanks a lot for your time. Thanks for coming on. The- Good morning, Jeremy. Uh, thanks for having me. So before we jump in, I just want to do a quick shameless plug, if you don't mind. Engage Your Tribe is brought to you by Tribal Knowledge Podcasting. We're a full-service B2B podcasting agency, and we help B2B brands use podcasting as a fun way to have authentic conversations with the people you need to get to know to grow your business. And you can learn more at tribknowledge.com. Okay, so Mark, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your background in marketing and about Setplex. Uh, Sure. So I'm probably what you call a pioneer in online video. Started out with a small company called Enron, where I was a technical guy. I was a, a sales engineer, and I was selling better than the sales guys. So was promoted to sales manager within like a couple months, and it's been full bore ahead in the digital space ever since. Have worn you know multiple hats. So sales engineer, head of sales, running marketing for a different digital technologies. But at the core and what I'm really focused on now is uh, OTT and IPTV. So um, at Setplex, I manage a, a global uh, sales team everywhere from India, Hong Kong, LATAM, North America, uh, and Europe. I head up uh, marketing where it's everything from writing, managing the website, to SEO, trade shows, you name it. So I'm wearing a bunch of different hats, and including shape our product and the, the future of the company. Um, Setplex is a really interesting company um, founded by two brothers 16 years ago. So we own and operate two very successful OTT sites, Nimi TV and TV Alb. They're both Albanian content channels that we have exclusive rights for. So that uh, was the anchor of the company. And then uh, eight years ago, we um, started building our own OTT stack. Today, we're about 215 people. We're profitable with no debt and no venture capital. And we own the building in New York where we're headquartered. Not too many companies can have that profile. So when you choose a company, fundamentally, are they a strong company? Setplex, absolutely. So we provide end-to-end OTT and IPTV services for companies, MSOs, ISPs, governments, content owners, syndicators doing live and VOD uh, content and all of the kind of Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu type of experiences. So uh, that's uh, Setplex in two minutes or less. Okay, very, very good. Thanks for that. Now, for, for listeners like me who don't know what OTT is and, and the other acronym you mentioned, just explain what that is. Um, sure. So Netflix would be considered an OTT service over the top, meaning you subscribe to Netflix and then you're you're watching the content over the, the public Internet. <clears throat> so it might be delivered on your smart TV. It might be delivered on your iOS device, your Android device. They're probably the pioneers in terms of OTT subscription services. They only provide <clears throat> what I'll call VOD uh, content. There's no live TV. Hulu, I would call an OTT provider that supports live VOD. It's ad-supported, so get this. You have to pay to watch content with ads, kind of an oxymoron. (laughs) Uh, But you can also pay an additional fee and remove the ads. And so Hulu is kind of a best-of-breed, been 
around a long time to watch all your live sports now, your live TV channels, your movies, uh, video on demand, etc. IPTV is um, an old term, but it's internet protocol TV. So you're an ISP, you have your own private network, and it's called like the triple play service. So I pay one bill, I get my internet, I get my phone, and I get my TV service. So Verizon might be an IPTV provider. You get their, I forget what they, their Verizon warp speed or, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, it's fiber to the home and you're getting all of your TV services through that internet connection on a private network. Okay, great. Thanks for that. So let's talk about marketing. And I know that one of your guys' strategies, and you described this to me when we talked a week or so ago, is writing and publishing articles in various publications, which I, I think often gets overlooked as in our age of everything digital, social platforms and all that. The the writing articles that are going to connect with your audience, I think maybe it doesn't enter the mind so much, but but still it can be a really good strategy. So why is that something that you guys focus on? Sure. So... <clears throat> Whenever we're brainstorming on articles, I try to think of the new startup. So they've got challenges. So they've got budget. They need to figure out what's the best user experience. How much is this going to really cost me? How do you build the economic model for for ad-supported content, for subscription-based content? So I did an article on what are the ABCs of, of AVOD? So what do you need to launch an ad-supported video uh, platform. I did an article on what are CDN costs? What's a CDN? Why do you need it? What's a pricing model for it? What can you expect to pay for for delivery of the video? Because that's going to be your most expensive cost on an ongoing basis is that delivery of video to, to your consumers. So I really try to put my view and like... If I'm a B2B guy and I'm trying to figure out how to launch a service or I have issues, and so here's a great example. I did an article on CRM, customer resource management. Mm -hmm. Why is that? What are the things you need to do? Well, you might offer free trials and then how do you engage that user once that free trial's over? So it's about sales automation. It's about setting up tickets so that issues are resolved really quickly because the last thing you want is somebody to, to leave the service, to shut it off, to cancel their subscription. So how do you continue keeping the subscriptions? How do you keep your users happy? I did another article on analytics and why it's super important to really understand content consumption. What's going on at the player? Is performance good? Does it take 30 seconds before the video starts? So advanced analytics became like a, an eye-opener on how to reduce churn, how to keep your customers happy. You spend a lot of money producing content. Is it being consumed? A lot of analytics just show that your video starts. It doesn't show you how much of the content is watched. So that's some of the things that goes into our strategy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes perfect sense, right? You're, you're writing about the things your audience cares about and that they're asking questions about. And I know that, that the CRM article you just met, you published on the company blog. Are you, do you mainly publish on your own blog or are you also publishing in other outside publications? So we're publishing on LinkedIn. Uh, We've had a couple uh, sites pick up the articles as well. I like the blog because 
And I like LinkedIn because I've got like 6,000 connections and they're all, a, a lot mm-hmm. of them are in this domain. And I actually get people responding, well, Mark, that was a great article. You, you just simplified CDN costs into something really simple that could people people can understand. The best feedback that the articles are good are that I get direct responses. Mark, that was a great article. Let's set up some time mm-hmm. to talk. So good content will drive engagement. That's just a, yeah. a, a, a standard kind of benchmark. Yeah, indeed. So how long does it take you to write an article? Let's say that CRM article. I mean, how much work do you put into it? Quite a bit, actually. So it starts out with um, just throwing some ideas on a paper and then generating an outline and then building the outline into kind of chunks and then building out the chunks and then, you know, putting words together into, you know, paragraphs and then coming up with that, what's the hypothesis and and what's the conclusion? Mm -hmm. I think that's the, the approach. And I've looked at this article, your CRM article. In fact, I have it pulled up right now. And it seems to me, tell me if I'm right or if I'm wrong, that kind of your approach, especially in this kind of article, and maybe a lot of the ones you write, is kind of practical delivery of useful information. And you're laying it out in a way that's just very easy to consume and get right to the things that you need answers for. Does that seem right or am I off track? I think it's totally keeping it succinct Mm -hmm. um, so Mm -hmm. the layperson can understand, you know, what you're trying to communicate and that there is like this hypothesis and then here's the conclusion. You can come up with your own opinion, but at the end of the day, what I'm writing about is what we're driving solutions for. So the CRM, we built a custom uh, CRM that's completely molded to, to support OTT. The CDN, obviously, it's a big part of our business, and I want people to understand what the costs are because go into a business with eyes wide open what, what your ongoing fees are going to be. So very you know rele- relevant and, and useful. Mm-hmm. And I assume, again, this is driven by your audience, your audience, and this is what connects with them. Sure. I, I talk to customers every day, all their, their questions, their concerns. They're, oh, really? It costs that much? So you should know when you get into a business what the the costs are. Aside from things like how much does it cost to produce content, to license content? What are the Mm -hmm. ongoing marketing costs to Mm -hmm. acquire subscribers? That's not part of our business, right? Our business, we're we're a solution provider, but we don't tell you how to market your content because that's not our expertise. Right. Okay. So a few quick questions here to wrap up. Starting with, what's your team's biggest challenge this quarter? Well, I think for the last seven, eight quarters, it's been COVID. So mm. companies are, are less mm. um, willing to meet in person. So having that in person, shaking a person's hand, looking them in the eye, you lose that um, connection. I think it's also slowed down sales cycles because people aren't in, in such a rush or sometimes they are. They're like, wow, COVID, we need to get this app launched because we're doing these virtual concerts and we won't, there's a, a ton of demand to, to co- view content because people can't travel. So I, I think that's been the biggest challenge. The other thing is just there are tons of additional vendors entering the space. So how do you stay relevant? How do you bubble up uh, you know, uh, above the rest? 
And, and we're really starting to see that we're in top 10 OTT provider, not just one or two analysts, but, but many. So that says a lot. Yeah, indeed. Okay. So what are the top three KPIs that your boss regularly pays attention to? Sure. So one key one is cost per subscriber, right? That's our core revenue fee. So if you've got 20,000 subscribers and we charge you 60 cents, that's a, a, a key uh, KPI. Uh, an, another one is how much content someone has. If you've got a small library, that typically won't convert into subscribers sticking around a long time. So just like any good uh, content creator, you need content if you want people to come back. I, I think the third KPI is just time to close. So, you know, you get customers that are, or prospects that are ready to go, and then you don't hear from them for, for months. So, you know, how quickly can we engage the, the, the prospect and, and close the business? Okay. And finally, what is your team aiming to accomplish in the next year? Oh, great question. So we're super focused on UI, UX, user interface, and user experience. So over the next quarter, we're developing tools where through the middleware, you can completely customize the the user interface across platforms. So having a unified experience across all the different platforms, be it iOS, Android, LG, Samsung, Roku, browser, et cetera, et cetera. So, so that's really key for us, as well as just creating a better user experience. I, I think at the end of the day, when, it, when a consumer watches a, an app, they want easy access to content. They want to be able to see new content. So having a strong recommendation engine, which we're uh, implementing now, and we have a, a very basic one now, but you know, continue to consume the content is what it's all about. How do you keep them engaged? How do you find new content? Uh, so, so those are some of the key goals for the year. Okay, excellent. Well, Mark, thanks for all that. Thanks for a great discussion. And thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. Uh, enjoy the conversation. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at tribknowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.